Hey, my name is Bill. And my name is Danny. And we are... A Couple couple of Park park Hoppers. This past week, we visited the recently reopened Ohana at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort for breakfast. We're going to break down our full experience for you and let you know whether you should go or say no, Hana. And there are now official return dates for several live entertainment attractions across Walt Disney World. All this and more up next. Let's Let's hop hop to it. it. I was too busy dancing to this song. (laughs) Am I doing it right? Yes, you are doing it beautifully. Thank you. How amazing were these videos? I miss these videos. Back in the day. They're still amazing. The Disney's Disney's fun songs, or Mickey's fun songs, the Disney sing-along VHSs. Disney sing-along songs. They're, They're all readily available on YouTube for you to watch, so... If you're feeling nostalgic, go to YouTube and just watch them because they make you happy. Warning. Uh, warning, though. If you watch, if you end up watching one, you're probably going <laughs> to end up watching like yeah. six and then it'll be two o'clock in the morning and you're going to be so jazzed from all the nostalgia that you won't be able to go to sleep. For real, though. Not well, like that's happened to us before. Yeah, never. This one. <laughs> and then there's another Hawaiian song called the Hukilau when they're on the boat at the Polynesian Resort. But what's uh, the best one? Uh, the best one is the Disneyland fun. Yes, for it is. sure. The That's one that starts with "Whistle while you work" with all the characters prepping Disneyland for the day. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Full disclosure: we must have had that one on like repeat on, at my house oh, as a kid. Same. But I fully believed that the characters got the parks ready oh, before yeah. they open. I and thought, then Roger Rabbit was there yeah, because whatever Roger that's Rabbit. what we were doing Get in the 90s. Here. <laughs> <laughs> that made no sense. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh-huh. Let's get Disneyland ready for the day. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, that wasn't bad. No, that, that, that actually was really good. But I thought, uh, minus Roger Rabbit, I was really excited to not only have Mickey and friends greet me at the gates of Magic Kingdom, but also at the end of the day, for fireworks to go off and Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Chip and Dale and Pluto yeah. to all say goodbye. Pluto run up to oh me my with, God. with his tongue. Oh, that, the, that part of the video always made me sad and cry. It's, when we watched it the other night, I cried. I know. I cried everything, they, apparently. All, everybody's singing Wish Upon a Star to you. And it's like, oh, what a perfect ending to Disney World days. And then that everything's like slow motion, like the hugging is slow yeah. motion. Pluto gives you a kiss on the cheek, slow motion. Oh. And and then uh, <laughs> what can it actually be like? But that? then in that one video, everyone leaves, and then it's just Mickey and Minnie. And then he turns around and he does the phantasmic with the fireworks yeah. coming out of his finger. Not even like the VIP, like seven hundred and fifty dollars an hour. People get that kind of treatment. No, not even not even close. But. I will say that as a child, I was fully convinced that's oh, how Disney well, worked. That's what all their marketing was. It was like, you get to ride Splash Mountain with Goofy. <laughs> it's like, okay. And then you go to Disney as a kid for the first time and you're like, but what? <laughs> why are there no characters right. riding the rides with me? Right. Why, Mom, why do we have to wait in line for two hours? <laughs> yeah, in the sweltering heat. <laughs> Maybe not two hours because, you know, but yeah. still, yeah, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't as a... Uh, as a character heavy. No, <laughs> not I even remotely it, close. No, but it was still pretty magical when he got to meet I him. I never saw a character on a ride, ever. I have seen characters on rides before. What? Yeah. Have talk, you never talk seen? Talk to me about this. You've never Before se- we get into our main topic, talk to me about this. Um. So I have seen Alice and the Mad Hatter on the teacups. What? I've seen... When? N- I mean, not, not in a recently, long time, right? no. And it always used to be like right after I g- walked up. Oh, it, that's freaking amazing. Yeah. Like they usually have, I want to say that like Aladdin has ridden like the carpets. Um, it's what? it's stuff like that. Like they usually have uh-huh. um, different characters that will go on rides, but I don't know how often they do that. But I know more recently I have seen the Mad Hatter and Alice mm-hmm. on the teacups. Recently? Since we moved here. Are you serious? Yeah. 
because they walked away and everybody was like, oh my God, I just How saw, did I I just, not hear about I this? just saw them on the teacups and I was like, I missed it. That was sad. <laughs> but it's not something they do as often anymore because the rides are so long and, you know, Karens are going to Karen and be like, well, I want my kid to ride this with Goofy. Or why isn't Mickey with my kid? Well, with an attitude like that, maybe Goofy doesn't want to ride with your kid. Yeah. Gorge. Get out of here, Karen. <laughs> um, anyway, the reason why I opened with Pearly Shells, the song from Mickey's Fun Songs, was because in the video, they're in Hawaiian getup and they're doing like a hula dance and they're with the hula dancers and all the characters are there. And we decided to go to Disney's Polynesian Resort to check out the newly reopened Ohana for their breakfast offerings. Yes, and I do have to say, to segue into this, this is another thing that I feel was falsely advertised. Sure, and why do you feel that way? So let's let's start at the beginning. Okay. So first off, we got reservations to Ohana like right when it, they announced that it was opening. Yeah. It's impossible to get dinner reservations, I've by been the way. trying to get dinner. We have been trying to get dinner reservations since it was announced. And had I realized that it was going to be such a pain in the rear, I would have been trying to go for that first. Yeah. Uh, but we got breakfast. Um, we got to, we had some friends who wanted to go with us. And so we were like, yeah, let's, let's go to Ohana for breakfast. Perfect. Good company. Good food. Let's do this. So finally, the faded day came and we went this past Tuesday now, I love the Polynesian Resort. I I just think that the feel of the resort is wonderful. It's so relaxed. You feel like you're on a tropical island. As someone uh, who's been to Hawaii before, it really does kind of take you there. I have not been to Hawaii. Someday I would like to go to Hawaii. But yeah, it, it definitely the ambiance is wonderful. Um, and they're they're doing work on the buildings right now. They're fixing the monorail station. And so even that like doesn't take away from the ambiance, which is wonderful. Now, uh, when we first got there, we we walked up and we went into the building and we to found the great ceremonial house, the great ceremonial house. And we walked upstairs to where Ohana was. So our reservation was at 1020. First off, right off the bat, I was like, wow, it's so pretty here. And we got a while to look around because it almost took 30 minutes until we were seated. Yeah, so let's preface this sort of, uh, our reservation was 1020. We got to the Polynesian physically before 1020, but with construction and stuff that's going on over there right now with the monorail station, uh, a lot of the parking was kind of taken up, and it was really hard to find a spot. So we drove around for a few minutes, and we ended up walking into the Great Ceremony Ceremonial House about 1025 or so. Yeah, we weren't like... Super late. And on top of that, we were already checked in. Right. So it wasn't like we were getting there behind schedule. You do like a mobile check-in now. Right. So we waited about 30 minutes um, before we were seated. I have never been to Ohana before. Same. And so I had no idea what to expect. So first off, we were seated at a giant table. Yeah. Um, sat six, but there was four of us. Okay, yeah. See, it sat six. It felt like a big table, which was great. It's always good to have extra room, but it just felt like a big table for our group. I think we should talk about first off what was what was served, because I thought that the um, the menu and everything that we had, I think it'd be interesting for everybody to hear. Yeah, for sure. What was what we got to have there? Let's go ahead and pull up that menu. Yep, I got it right here. And so let's preface this with it as it is actually one of the the cheaper all you care to enjoy meals on property, which is kind of nice. Going into this, I thought it was going to be around like the forty to fifty dollar range, and uh, we found out soon after that it's actually only twenty five dollars per adult plus tax and gratuity, and fourteen per child also plus tax and gratuity. Uh, but it is like I said, an all you care to enjoy breakfast, and there was kind of different, uh, not necessarily portions, but um, What's the what's the word? Courses, essentially. Yeah, courses. Uh, when you sat down, you know, they brought you the the pog juice, which is obviously one of the best parts about this breakfast is right. that the pog juice is there, uh, which is the passion fruit orange guava juice that's served all over property. That's just an absolute massive hit. Uh, the one that we tried in the mimosas at the Wave, if you guys remember, we talked about that as well. Which we will go bo going back there yes, at some point. But for sure. Yes. But the uh, one of the first things they brought out was the uh, the seasonal fruit, which inside the uh, inside the bowl that had the fruit in it, we had some grapes, we had some watermelon, there was pineapple. Was there anything else in there? Was there other kinds of melon? 
one strawberry. One one strawberry. Because I ate it. <laughs> you did. I said, where's the, where's the rest of the strawberries? Yeah. So there's just like a little bowl of fruit that they brought out to start you with. And then they also brought out this uh, this bread that was, uh, according to the menu, it says freshly made pineapple coconut breakfast bread. And that was really good. That was really soft. It was a little sweet because of the pineapple uh, pieces that were in it. But I thought it was really fresh, really soft, um, really tasty. Had a little bit of uh, like a pineapple glaze on the top of it. Um, what did you think of that bread? Me. Just me? Yeah. Are you not a big pineapple person? I love fresh pineapple. Um, I felt like it tasted that like something that you get at Publix that you bring to the office. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Like for something that has such a um, a hype behind it in terms of like the pineapple coconut breakfast bread. Mm-hmm. I love pineapple. I love coconut. I thought I was going to love that. And I tried it and I was like, it's not very good. I think I expected it to be a little bit um, like fluffier and yeah. I felt like it was a very like dense bread. Okay. And so um, I thought it was okay. Like It, it kind of tastes like the same consistency if you guys have ever had the uh, the cinnamon loaf at uh, Gaston's Tavern. Yes. So same consistency as that bread. Like a very almost heavy yeah. bread. Um, and I thought that a freshly made pineapple coconut breakfast bread was going to be light to start out the meal sure. and a little bit fluffier. Okay. Um, I just, I could have not had it. Yeah. It, it I mean, we don't have to agree. I thought it was pretty good and you didn't love it. So I didn't love it. Well, I am being harsher about this. Sure. Yeah. Because if, if all of these Ohana fans who are like, you know, say you must go to Ohana and try this. I, I'm the bar is going to be set high automatically. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, granted, if you brought that to my house, I'd probably eat yeah, it. right. Like I, it, it's just again, I I wasn't super super impressed with that. But let's move on to the next thing. Yeah, the next thing that the uh, the waiter brought out to us was uh, like a platter. It look, almost looked like a um, a cast iron skillet, but they were plastic, um, just the same kind of shape. Right. Um, so that's kind of what they serve in. And it was brought out. Uh, there, there was a platter of uh, Mickey waffles and Stitch waffles. I thought those were super cute. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So inside the platter, I think there was three Mickey waffles and three Stitch waffles. And they brought out two platters so that the four of us could have our fill of waffles. Yeah, so they, they brought the waffles out. I will say that um, no matter what, I love Mickey waffles. Oh, yeah. Um, and Stitch Waffles. Um, I'm more partial to Mickey Waffles because everything in a Mickey shape is just automatically oh, yeah. better. Um, and then after the Mickey Waffles, there was actually a fair amount of time be- before the next skillet came out. Yeah, I was um, really looking forward to because as far as breakfast goes, I'm not necessarily a sweet person. I'm much more of a savory, savory person. I'd much rather have a sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich versus a donut or... Um, uh, something sweet. Oh, 100% same. Um, so I was really looking forward to the breakfast skillet because like I said before, it is all you care to enjoy. Um, that's what they call it now. It's not all you can eat. It's all you care to enjoy. It's too fancy. Um, but so I was really looking forward to that skillet coming out because of what was on it. And on that skillet was scrambled eggs, uh, pork breakfast sausage links, Hawaiian style ham topped with pineapple compote, fried island style potatoes, and biscuits. So... I have to say that the breakfast skillet, everything on the breakfast skillet was great. Yes. Eggs, good. The sausage, eggs were really tasty. Sausage links, good. Hawaiian style ham, um, top with the pineapple compote. And that was amazing. And I'm I'm not a huge ham person. Like as far as deli ham goes, I'll never order a ham and cheese sandwich or anything like that. But I do like the occasional pieces of like a honey baked ham or um, like the Christmas hams, like the ones you cook in the oven. Yeah. And uh, this tasted very much like that, but it had that pineapple compote on it, which gave it that kind of Hawaiian flair. Right. And it was excellent. Yeah, I, I I was very surprised because I wanted to try a piece of the ham. And then the fried island style potatoes. Wow. Yeah. Those were so yummy. If you guys like uh, KFC's potato. <laughs> potato wedges, it was very similar with a little bit more spice and seasoning on it. Yeah, those were delicious. And I even have to say the biscuits were good on there. Yeah, they were. So um, I will say that everything in this was very good. Now, um, they do also have plant-based breakfast that was not offered to us, and we didn't ask for it, so we don't have any frame of reference for the plant-based breakfast. 
Um, what did you think about the breakfast skillet portion? Um, it, it was really good, really filling. The eggs actually surprised me because a lot of times you can get scrambled eggs and they're just kind of there and, and kind of flavorless. But these were really fluffy. It uh, One of our friends, Rachel, that was with us kind of pointed out that it's, it, it tasted like they put a lot of butter in there, which you never go wrong with more butter. So and when she was saying that, I was telling her, like, I've been eating like Disney breakfast since I was like 10 years old. Um, and so it doesn't taste like butter to me. It sure. tastes like disney breakfast and i was like it tastes like magic <laughs> so i guess that's what the magic is the magic is the butter apparently yeah um you can make scrambled eggs fluffy with milk but these weren't like milk fluffy they were like really flavorful kind of salty uh fluffy yeah they taste like I, I guarantee you the more breakfast we go to you're gonna go oh this tastes like disney eggs like a lot of times when you get scrambled eggs when you go out to eat they're so kind of plain that you almost want to put cheese on them or you put um salt and pepper or for weirdos you put ketchup on there um but something to kind of flavor up the eggs where these i was literally just eating them by the forkful and didn't have to put anything on them yeah and just uh i do have to say guys if you guys like ketchup on your eggs that's absolutely fine i don't i can't do ketchup i, I can't do it at all if it touches my food i'm like here you eat it triggered by that triggered um yeah but um so here are a couple things that we want to talk about in terms of our eating experience so i will say that i feel like this breakfast threw me off guard a lot in okay. terms of the service oh sure yeah so in my experience, going to any kind of Disney sit-down meal, a lot of times, and most I would say most of the time, we have servers who are like very much on At- us. Attentive. Very attentive. Like, you know, the second that you, you need something else, um, you know, even before that, they're anticipating <laughs> what you need before Your you need it. Move. Yeah. <laughs> before the plate's even empty. And... Um, what we experienced was almost that our table was kind of a second thought. Um, we were seated. It was a while before anybody came around. Yep. Um, my We got little pog juice glasses and those were empty constantly because we all we all liked it it was like halfway in between like a shot glass and like a small uh cocktail glass yeah so like we that was constantly empty we got the bread and then it was a long time before we got the waffles and our waffles came way before the skillet to the point where we were all like okay we're done with waffles like can we get like the actual breakfast portion right and so we got the actual actual breakfast portion. We asked for another skillet. It was a while before that one came out. And then we asked for more specifically um, just the ham. I think we said ham, potato, and eggs maybe. Yep. And then we got the whole thing again. So, but well, we said, well, could we get this, just get that? And they said, well, I'll just bring you everything. It's And I just distinctly remember her going, well, it's just easier for me to press the button. And I was like... Oh, yes, she did say that. So I was kind of like... And we're not going to shout out any names or anything like that. We're not going to get anybody in trouble. But it did really feel like we were uh, like an afterthought at this breakfast. Yeah. And honestly, like... And we're not looking for special treatment. We're not looking for special treatment. It was just... We're not big enough for that. No. <laughs> Yet. No, but, even, <laughs> but even if we were big enough, we're just asking that like, yeah. hey, can all the food come out together? Right. Like, and if it's not going to come out together, can it come out not 15 minutes apart? And I could have gone anywhere for cheaper breakfast. Yeah. So so that was kind of surprising. And then I did ask for coffee at the end of the meal where normally a Disney server would remember something like that. And by the time that she actually came around to get our checks and stuff, it was never mentioned. Like it was her kind of coming by. And remembering to get us to get the check. So right. which also took a long time to process. Yeah. Once once she picked up the 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 envelope that had the cash and the, the gift card and whatever in it. Um it was like ten minutes before she came back. Yeah. So I will say that although it was better service than you'd probably get at, you know, maybe a restaurant. Mm, I don't know. Maybe well, you know, maybe not. I'll be um, honest with you, I had better service uh, a couple weeks ago when I went to Waffle House. Oh, those are those are fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> and she was super nice, the lady that was at Waffle House. Yeah. Like 
one of my favorite waitresses ever. Called me honey and sweetie and all different kinds of things. That's uh, that's that's always Waffle House. I, I, I love it though. I love but, it. But the the thing was, this wasn't Disney caliber. No, and it al- didn't feel like it. And also, the reason you're paying twenty five dollars plus tax plus gratuity for adults and fourteen dollars plus tax plus gratuity for children, right, is for the Disney experience. Exactly. Um. If we could go down to Waffle House and pay, you know, less than half of that for us, you know, the similar food items. Yep. So um, I was very underwhelmed at the entire Ohana breakfast experience. Sure. And for the four of us, it ended up being about 106 before tip. Um, so you expect when it's over $100 for breakfast food, you should definitely be... Um, getting that kind of service, that Disney level uh, expectation level service. Yeah. So, um, what do you think? What would you say are your overall thoughts? Um, I would say I love the ambiance. I love being a Polynesian. I love looking out the window. We had a great window seat uh, that overlooked the pool, and then if you moved a little bit to the left, you could actually see Cinderella Castle out in the background. Yeah. So we had a great seat. Um, the ambiance was awesome. Um, the food was good, not great. Uh, the skillet was was the best part by far, although I'm never going to um, demean Mickey waffles. They were very fresh. They weren't hot, but they were very fresh. They're right. soft, uh, which is always what you want in a waffle. Right. Um, but, and then the service was just very, very mediocre. Um, so I would say if I had to go for a ranking of uh, one to ten, I would say it's like a six and a half. I was going to go with um, a five and a half. Okay. And the only reason that I am bringing it down there is because if we think back to the beginning of um, dining, coming back at Disney, mm-hmm. I think back to when we went to Chef Mickey's oh, yeah. and we were paying the same amount. And I would say that that was by far exponentially better, exponentially better service. Yes. Service, food. Like, I don't know why. I feel like there yeah. was just and the it's just What's unfortunate is even the parts that we did like about it, like we all wanted more ham. Yep. And it was coming out so slowly and you were getting so little ham in the skillet, even when we specifically said like, yeah. hey, can you bring us out more ham? Yeah, each skillet had like three pieces of ham and for four people that doesn't exactly but, work out. But they were, but even the pieces of ham were like Small. half the size of my palm maybe. Right. Um. So when So even the really yummy parts we we didn't get to make the most of because even when we asked for it you know she was gone for so long and then when she came she didn't bring us exactly what we wanted which which is, which is weird because the the last couple all you care to enjoy dining experiences that we had that I can think of at the top of my head we did liberty tree tavern we did uh Garden Grill, mm-hmm. and we did Chef Mickey's. Right. And all three of those places, when we asked for something more specifically, not the entire platter, we got more of that item that we asked for. It wasn't just, hey, we're just going to bring you another platter. So that right. was kind of weird to me. Yeah. It just didn't feel like a Disney caliber breakfast. Yeah. Um, and, you know, who knows? Maybe it could have just been our experience. Maybe it could have been our server. It also could be that Ohana did just open again about a week ago. It could be working out the kinks. I like to think that it wasn't. I would like to think that they were ready for uh, this the reopening of the Ohana restaurant. My argument is that when Chef Mickey opened, we went very soon after oh, it I opened. Ag- and, I agree. And they were ready, and we were like floored by how amazing it was. I'm usually a glass half full guy. And so I try to think of the positives when it comes to this kind of stuff. And I don't know. I just I, I like to give them the benefit of the doubt because I love Disney so much. But this was not great. So let me ask you this. Sure. If somebody who is planning a trip said, I heard go- good things about Ohana breakfast, must do or pass? I would go into depth explaining what we're telling you right now. And I would say... Um, it could have just been a one-off experience, but here's how our experience was. I wouldn't say, oh, no, this sucks. Absolutely not. Do not go. This service was terrible. It's, it's like that every single time you go there. No, I would not do that. I would say, here's what our experience was like, but that could have just been an off day, or the server may not have been trained well, or something. 
I try to stay positive when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I like to think if we went back to Ohana, the experience would be better. I mean, I would be willing to try it again if somebody was interested in going. I mean, it's by far the cheapest breakfast on property as far as you, uh, the all-you-can-eat stuff goes. Sure. Um, I think if somebody asked me that, I would say, I think that there are better options for breakfast. Um, that you're almost better off going and just getting a quick service breakfast sure, yeah, for absolutely. your money. However, if you're looking for a place to relax with a nice view and good food, yeah, why not? Um, so I feel like I'm a little bit on the fence. It would depend what they were looking for. If that's like their one breakfast they get, you can choose better options. Yeah. But um, I would definitely try it again just to see if it was our... Because ser- here's the thing. Our server had also been at Disney for a long time. It's not that they were yeah, not... Yeah, she wasn't a rookie. They were... N- it's not that she was not properly trained. She was talking about how excited she was sure. to be back after how long she had been there. Right. So I know that wasn't the case. So, um, but I mean, I breakfast at Disney is still going to be better than any other breakfast that you have anywhere else, right? Is it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I love breakfast at Disney. It's fun, and it's and it's expensive, but it's fun. Um, it's definitely not the best breakfast in the world but it's it's definitely the the one you like to do the most sure and i do think that um i just think that overall um we are going to be hard on the ohana breakfast because there are people who um talk it up to like yeah of you know put it on a very high pedestal and it just wasn't that and i like to think there's people out there that value our opinion and we're going to be really honest with you we're never going to fluff everything we're not going to do that if we have a great time then heck yeah we're going to fluff the hell out of it yeah if you listen to uh one of our more recent shows where we talked about our experience with breakfast at the wave yeah um talk about all-star service our friend tim yeah he was amazing yeah we loved him we're gonna go back and see tim and get that all-star exceptional service back at the wave exactly um so we're definitely going to tell you guys the way it is and so um and let me and let me also explain that tim was not our friend prior to the wave it's not it's not our friend tim that we're going to visit at work he was our server the one time we went to the wave and he was so great we would go back to see him yes so and we're definitely going to be going back to see him right so uh, we were actually going to go back more recently, but with uh, Elsa swinging in, we, yeah. <laughs> we had to put it off a little bit. And they're actually, uh, they shifted upstairs at the Contemporary to California Grill up until, uh, I believe it's September 15th. I think they're serving breakfast up there until the new restaurant where that's going to replace the Wave in its old location right. um, opens up. I'm excited to try that because I've never been up there. Yeah, me too. Well, <laughs> Maybe if I have if I have been up there before, I was a small child and I don't remember. <laughs> so, yeah, California so, Grill was always out of my price range, so I, n- I never really went up there. Yeah, so I'm excited to try that. Yeah, but um, speaking of exciting to try, uh, we actually went to Epcot yesterday, and for our first visit to the 2021 Taste of Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, it's always such a mouthful. Um, and we had a day. It was really freaking hot though. It was. In the mid-90s with a a real feel temperature of in the hundreds. It was extremely hot. And um, because of that, we cut our day a little bit short. But we have a full recap of our day uh, at Food & Wine. Our first visit, we tried six different uh, dishes uh, at Food & Wine. And it's all available for you guys to see us trying those things on our YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. You can see that video on Danny and I breaking down each dish, giving it a score, um, how everything tastes, where you can find said dishes. And we have so many more visits to make to the Food and Wine Festival before it ends in November. Yeah. And when you go and watch that, um, go ahead and look at the Food and Wine menu. Let us know what you want us to try. Let us know what you want us to um, go try before you visit so we can try it and tell you if it's a must have. Or a no Hana. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but we're going to keep moving about yep. a couple things. So um, speaking of food, with all this food we're eating, you got to be exercising. Uh-huh. So Nice transition, <laughs> Danny. I've been trying to make sure that, you know, we 
you know, we're eating healthy and um, that now that I'm, I have a work from home job, I have to make sure that I'm on my feet and exercising. Yeah. And if you listen last week, you'll know that one of the things that I've been doing is um, getting ready for the 5K in person. Woo-woo. Now, I've been doing the um, virtual 5Ks recently, so I'm, I'm working on those right now. However, if you guys are looking to do a 5K for the first time and you're like, well, I don't want to go by myself or I've never done a 5K before. Well, this Tuesday, I am going to be signing up for the Walt Disney World 5K. And this Tuesday, like I said, the 27th at 10 a.m. is when that goes on sale. Now, these are like Rise of the Resistance passes. You got to be on when they go on sale. So um, I'm going to be signing up for that. And if that's something that you're interested in, um, go ahead and leave us a comment. Shoot us a message. Come say hi. Run awkwardly with me during the race. (laughs) Um, I'll probably be dressing up. I'm so excited to do an in-person Disney race. I can't even tell you. But a reminder that if this is something that you're looking to do, reach out. This is going to be so much fun. And what better time to do it than when it first starts coming back. So again, that's the Walt Disney World race. It goes on sale the 27th, this upcoming Tuesday at 10 a.m. So make sure you're ready for that. So I'm doing the 5k. There's all sorts of other options for runners. I'm not dopey or goofy, so I'm going to stick with just the 5K for right now. 5K even sounds too much to me. 4K is kind of my speed. Maybe I'll just go and shoot it in 4K. Yeah. How about you do? I don't run. (laughs) I would love if you... I'm hoping that for this race that you'll be able to come on the sidelines and wave at me while I... obnoxiously cheer you on. I just imagine if you're if you're listening, Morris, you're almost there, Danny. Come on, keep please, going. Please do that. <laughs> but I was gonna say if you guys, mile one down. If you guys are Friends fans, <laughs> I always picture myself running like Phoebe, <laughs> and so all I can picture is me running like Phoebe through Epcot in like this most arms and legs flailing, you know, way. (laughs) You don't run like that. With a tutu on. (laughs) Right. You know, my hair looking all crazy because I did some kind of crazy hairstyle. So if you want to do that with me, come join. Oh, my God. That'd be so funny. (laughs) Oh, it will be funny. (laughs) It'll be fun. But um, so some things that are not as much fun that I really want to talk about, and I'm so sad to be even saying these words right now, is that we just learned that on September 29th, your birthday, my 35th birthday, that Happily Ever After will be having its final performance that night. And now our journey has come oh, to an end. Don't, I'm going to cry on air. <laughs> I so guys when yours continues on it's gonna sparkle (laughs) into history go and find your happily ever after I'm literally gonna cry right now (laughs) do it (laughs) so um guys when all of the 50th anniversary stuff was announced it was assumed that happily ever after was gonna go away for 18 months and then come back um just because it's only been around for a couple of years where wishes was around for over 10 years. Is that correct? Uh, Wishes was around from 2003 to 2017, so 14 years. And we've only had um, Happily Ever After for four. Yeah, is that correct? 2017. So um, it was the, kind of assumed that we were going to get it back after the 50th anniversary. Sure, yeah. And the only thing with the Wishes run of 14 years, it never really coincided with a major... Um, milestone anniversary. Yes, it, it coincided with the 40th anniversary, but 40 is not the 50th anniversary. And it, it just kind of plugged along and it was there for 14 years. But unfortunately, Happily Ever After feels like it hasn't been around for that long. A, because it hasn't. for It's only been around for four years, but it also wasn't around for 16 months yeah. during that run. And it just came back. And now we're finding out that it's going to be gone forever and that it's really sad. Yeah, when we found out, I had just put on um, my non-waterproof makeup, and I walked up to Bill, and I was like, I'm so sad. Don't right. cry. Don't cry. <laughs> and now Disney yesterday announced on their website, they said, uh, we also recently announced that the all-new all new nighttime spectaculars Disney Enchantment and Harmonious would be debuting October 1st as part of the world's most magical celebration. That means this summer is also your last chance to come out and catch the current fireworks before they sparkle into Disney history. 
Epcot Forever will conclude its limited time run on September 28th, and you have until September 29th to take in the spectacle of Happily Ever After at Magic Kingdom Park. Now, I thought that was kind of vague when they put that statement out there. Um, I thought maybe there might be a chance that they were just saying that it was the last time before the 50th that you might see it, but there was actually something that came out today that basically said um, Happily Ever After, last chance to see the show, and before the show's final performance on September 29th, 2021. So uh, the funny thing about this is I didn't know what I wanted to do on my birthday. Um, You know, it's on a, what is it, a Wednesday, Uh, I think. uh, I'm pretty sure September 29th is on a Wednesday. Let me just look real quick. Probably. Um, So September 29th is on a Wednesday. So I wasn't sure what to do. Like, not everybody's off. Like, people usually do stuff on the weekends. But I don't know. I think... I might have to go see that final performance and yeah. I'm just I'm just really sad to see the show go. I will say though, however, I have learned to for the most part not doubt the choices that Disney uh-huh. makes because they make the choices for us. You know what's really cool about us living here now and being able to experience this stuff what? is that I was really sad when Wishes was going away because that show always made me really emotional and it was always like a a cap to the end of your my trip at Magic uh, at Disney World because I always went to Magic Kingdom the last day. Yeah. So whenever I saw Wishes, I knew it was like time to go home and that was really sad for me. And then we went home and then Happily Ever After debuted while we were in um, our respective homes. <laughs> our you, respective you, states. Yeah, you were in Texas. I was in Massachusetts. But we were watching the, the thing together. And I remember vividly watching that being like, this is not going to be as good as Wishes. And then it was amazing. I was just mind blown watching this live stream. But the cool part about living here now is the fact that now we have park pass reservations to go see Happily Ever After on your birthday on September 29th. And then two days later, we have park pass reservations to go to see the new one. I'm I'm very excited about this. (laughs) Um, You know, I I, I have mixed feelings. And like I said, I've never, ever... um, I've, I've learned just to never, ever doubt Disney in terms of these choices, because I'm not going to lie. Wishes was not my favorite show. I mean, it's, it wasn't for everybody. I liked it. it and I felt like the same way about you that you did. I would always cry when I watched it because I was always so sad that we had to leave Disney the next day and it was beautiful and nobody does fireworks like Disney. But for me, it wasn't it didn't have the same meaning that happily ever after does sure and i feel like happily ever after has this beautiful way of inspiring yes that's a great word so many different messages because they've managed to put so many different stories into one show that it doesn't matter who you are you can pull whatever is you know tugging at your heartstrings out of that show and I feel like in the time that it's been around, and I've been, you know, going through different things in life, whether it was moving from Texas or, you know, getting to move to Florida. And there's just so many different things that for me personally, I was able to pull like that inspiration out of. And I think a lot of people feel like that when they watch Happily Ever After. Absolutely. No, Happily Ever After wasn't the first time we had seen projections on the castle. But it was the first time we saw this next level technology that involved an entire show of visuals plus an amazing soundtrack plus amazing pyro in the sky. And whereas Wishes was just the castle kind of being uplit and changing colors and pyro and just an audio track with Jiminy Cricket and, and all that stuff. Um, so Happily Ever After was just a next level show. And I'm really excited to see what they come up with for Disney's Enchantment the new show coming October 1st, because not only are we getting full projection on Cinderella Castle, but we're getting full projection on Main Street USA as part of the show. So crazy. And the the nice thing is that they, they're keeping things very fresh. I think that if looking back also, if Wishes were to come back for like a short run, I would like love it so yeah, much right where when it was around for as long as it was i was like okay you I know saw, i saw this the last couple <laughs> trips <laughs> this is the second time we've seen this yeah. and then happily ever after um you know we were missing it for so long during mm-hmm. the pandemic and so um i think that you know keeping it fresh 
we're just going to be blown away again when they should, when we are able to see that Disney enchantment and harmonious on October 1st. Now, sadly, happily ever after seemingly is not returning, but there are a few things that we want to go over that were announced yesterday that are returning to Walt Disney world. Now we have a couple of things uh, we have a, uh, official dates for the return of some live entertainment yes. to Walt Disney World, which is super exciting. Give me back the live entertainment. A, we love shows, and B, it eats up crowds. Right. Um, so <laughs> the first one... Eat Oct- all the crowds. <laughs> Eat all the crowds. The first one returning uh, next Sunday, August 1st, will be the wonderful world of animation fireworks at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Now, this is not the Star Wars spectacular that they used to do um, you would catch it on the out the way out of Fantasmic. Uh, it is it <laughs> yeah. is an entire way. It is an entire show built around the uh, the amazing world of the animation that Disney and Pixar have done over the years, and it's a really really good show. And it's up on YouTube. There's plenty of 4K videos if you want to check it out before you go. It's it's actually a really emotional show that kind of involves Walt Disney and Steamboat Willie, and you know all from the very beginning until now. And I it's, only it's laugh. Really cool. I only laugh because I feel like. We always went to Fantasmic, so we'd always catch like the tail end of it. Yeah, I feel like we saw it a couple times, but I'm so excited this is coming back because I I gotta see this in its entirety. So that's on October 1st. Um, what else is coming out? Uh, get ready to fill your laugh canisters because Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor is coming back August 8th. Man, oh man, guys, this show is so underrated. It is severely underrated. And if you've never been, make it a point to go on your next trip because it is opening in two weeks. Now, this is a show that you hadn't seen until recently, right? and I love it. (laughs) It's so great. The best part about Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor is that it's not like Indiana Jones or like uh, Carousel Progress or whatever, that it's literally the exact same thing every single time. It is a different experience every time you go because it is an improv show. Right. Um, basically, they have uh, this these monsters up on the screen. You see Mike Wazowski and Sully and Roz. You see the you know the people from uh, Monsters Inc. that you know really well. But then you see other monsters up on the screen that you don't know, but they're the hosts of the show, but they're actually being voiced by improv actors behind the scenes and they're interacting with the crowd and it's really fun and really funny. Yeah, it's it's such a great show and the crowd always eats it up. The other fun Especially part of... Especially that guy. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not you. Not that guy. You, that guy. <laughs> that was so much better than mine. Um, Wazowski. Well, before you even get into the show when you're waiting in line, you can actually sign up... Um, and text your jokes in to be used in the show. Love that. And so um, a lot of times when we're waiting in line, I'm like Googling dad jokes and stuff and trying to send them in in the hopes that, you know, my joke will get chosen for the show. So I'm so excited to see Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor come back to Magic Kingdom on August 8th. A tale as old as time is returning to Sunset Boulevard at Hollywood Studios. Beauty and the Beast live on stage comes back August 15th. So this is one of my mom's favorite shows. It's a great like show. this is her like m- one of her must do shows. It's like a condensed mini 30 minute Broadway show. Yeah. It's very cool. I'm I'm very excited to see this return because I I will admit fully that I did not appreciate this show for what it was when it was there. Sure. Because in my brain as a teenager, I was like, but I want to do all the things that go fast here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Tower of Terror is right next door. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to sit and listen to singing. I want to scream my head off on Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster. Exactly. So um, I do feel like I'm so, so excited to go see this and experience this again. Because, again, that's another crowd eater. It, it's, what is it, every hour on the hour normally? Uh, roughly. I think there's a break in the middle of the day, but there it's just about every every hour on the hour. Kind of like the, uh, the Frozen show kind of just goes all day long. And it's such a well-done show. And so I'm, I'm just so glad that this is coming back because it, it felt like it was missing. Are you ready, dudes? Because Turtle Talk with Crush is coming back to Epcot on August 21st. <laughs> Have you ever been to Turtle Talk I with Crush? I love Turtle Talk with Crush. <laughs> it is very similar to Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, but it's much more geared towards little kids. I haven't been there in so long because I feel like the last couple times I tried to go, it was so full of children sure, yeah. that I was like, oh, there's too many people in here. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna see my way out. It's it's a much smaller theater that's located inside the, the seas with Nemo and friends. 
uh, over at Epcot. And it is a really, really cute show. It's the same idea. Crush and his little guy, Squirt is his name? Squirt. Crush and Squirt are on the screen, and they're interacting with you. And there's a there's a microphone in the water so he can talk to you. And then there's a there's the improv actor uh, side of it that's kind of interacting with young kids, and they get to ask questions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes kids ask silly questions, and there's fun answers. Kids say the darndest things. Exactly. <laughs> it's such a fun little show, especially if you've got little ones. Definitely go check out Turtle Talk with Crush starting August 21st. I'm so excited that all of those things are coming back. Absolutely. Uh, now, there is one, or there's a, a there's some, a few. There's a couple that yeah. are missing that I was hoping would get announced. There's three that I can think of. There's one. Well, that there's, I there's want one standout, but there's two that I can think of that run all day, similar to these. Yeah. There's the Voyage of the Little Mermaid, which is. I think it's every hour on the hour. I believe so. Uh, or on the half hour, whichever one it is. But it's another live performance of all the hits from The Little Mermaid with a live a- with live actors and puppets and everything on the sc- on stage. Right. So that's a fun little show. Go check out. Get some AC. Yeah, um, AC. Oh, that, it's, it's awesome. That theater is like key to being able to get out of the heat, especially at Hollywood Studios. Right. And then the other one that I was thinking of was the uh, Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. That is a people eater. Yeah, that massive theater, that show that runs all day long. Like There's a line all the way down through Hollywood Studios for the next show while a show is going on. Um, Definitely looking forward to those shows returning at some point, hopefully. But the one that you were referencing is not an all-day show, but it's an end-of-the-show night closer at Hollywood Studios, and that is... Fantasmic. Fantasmic. I am so... I, I want to say bummed that they didn't announce that it's coming back, but I know it'll come back. Um, I just, that's such a great show. And if you guys have been listening to us for, for a while, you know that that is the only place that you can see my boy, my favorite character, Steamboat Willie. Yep. And um, here's a couple things about Fantasmic not coming back yet. Um, we were discussing this yesterday when we were cooling off in the pool, um, that why haven't they, what, what what's going to happen when Fantasmic comes back? Are they going to change it at all? Um, and there are a couple things that I think that if we, if they are waiting, that there could be reasons for. Sure. And I want to get my hopes up. I, we don't know for a fact that any of these changes are in the works, but it, we thought while we were cooling off in the pool yesterday after we were out at Epcot for five hours in the 100-degree heat. Oh, I was going to say 1,000. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were just thinking of how we would improve on Fantasmic, and the first one I thought of was the uh, kind of upgrading the, the Maleficent Dragon at the end of the show from what almost looks like streamers to the actual dragon that they have in Disneyland. The party city dragon to the animatronic. <laughs> to the Henson Company dragon. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't know what we're talking about, guys. Google um, it. If you, if you go look up the Disneyland uh, Fantasmic Dragon, it's like a full-on animatronic. The new one that was updated in 2017. Yes, that one is amazing. And now if you look at the Fantasmic Dragon in Disney World from the side... It literally looks like it's made of streamers. And when you look at it from the front, it actually looks, it looks great. From it the looks front. great. But if you hit it at the right angle or if it's windy or if it's windy. <laughs> yeah. And um, it almost looks like it's a crane with streamers on it. Right. Um, does it get the job done? And yeah, still, sure. is it still kind of scary? Yeah, absolutely. But, um, you know, what better time to be updating that than now? Um, the other things that I think would be great to update, and I know some people will <laughs> yell at me about this, is, sorry, changing Pocahontas. <laughs> it's an 18-minute show, I believe, and it feels like half of it is that Pocahontas scene. <laughs> the other thing is, when if you, when you watch Fantasmic, when it first kicks off that the Pocahontas oh, yeah. part, Bang. <laughs> um, there's a shotgun. They have like a shotgun, and they... they it like shoots and it makes a really loud noise and anybody who you know is jumpy in any way will jump out of their skin (laughs) i still know it's coming and i'm still like "Ah." (laughs) but um honestly guys there's got to be something better that we can do than pocahontas or at least condense the scene down a little bit we don't need you know the entire um savages savages and the the pocahontas uh, and John Smith thing in the top when they climb up. We just don't need all of that. Kind of add some other things in there or, you know, just 
take some of the elements out and replace them with something else. But let's be real. Like, this is 2021. Do we need a song in this show talking about how, you know, Indians are savages? Right. Like, yeah. like if there's any time if, to update it, do it now. If, if we're taking stuff out of the Jungle Cruise, let's, uh, let's go ahead and update the Fantasmic show. Yeah. And there's so many um, well-loved movies that you could replace that with. Yeah. Do... You know, even if something that's not as well represented, do uh, Princess and the Frog, yeah. do um, Moana, let's do um, um, Coco. Yep. Think of how cool Coco would look on that giant, Heck um, yeah. on that giant, uh, well, in, in, just the entire rock. In Disneyland, they replaced the Pocahontas stuff with Lion King and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. I mean, but it, why not if you're doing something, you know, could you do something different? Could you do Frozen? Could you do something that, you know, is a little bit more relevant and that's maybe a little bit more appropriate in 2021? Yeah, sure. Um, The other thing I think would be really cool to update are the couples that are dancing on the boat. Yeah, I forgot we talked about that. That's a good point. So um, the couples that are going by on the floats... There's there's a part where they play each of their songs and their little floats light up and they dance by. Yeah. And it does feel like you could also update that to have characters not the not all of them, but at least um switch out a couple of them so that you know the kids recognize some of the characters, those kind of things. So I do think that if they were going to wait to bring back Fantasmic, now would be as good a time as ever to make some updates to it. However, if it comes back the exact same way, (laughs) we're still going to be pumped with the party city dragon and all sign me up. I will be there like the day of dressed head to toe in steamboat Willie nonsense, (laughs) crying my eyes out. So bring it back. I'm hoping to see that back very soon. And also the two shows you mentioned, I'm excited to see everything come back. I just, I miss all of the live entertainment so much. And it's so great to see all that stuff being announced officially returning to Walt Disney World. Um, the next couple of months are going to be really exciting. You know, we're, we're starting to get things back after COVID has kind of calmed down a little bit. Um, and just getting all these cast members back to work and all these unions in order. And it's it's really, really exciting time leading into October 1st. So um, hope you guys enjoyed the episode tonight. Um, let us know if you've been to Ohana Breakfast, if you thought the same things that we did. Let us know in the comments or, or on any of our social medias. Um, and let us know uh, what you would like to see come back uh, after all these official uh, dates for the live entertainment have been announced. What you would like to see return to the parks as soon as possible. Also, when you're listening to this episode, let us know what you want to see us go live with. What do you want to see videos put up on our YouTube page? We are going to be in all of the parks, bringing every theme park moment directly to you. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow at Park Hopper Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now join over 10,000 people following us on TikTok. Head over to youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our ever-growing channel for theme park videos and more. For easy access to all of our content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of parkhoppers.com. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the, the parks. parks.